Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for making me a part of your week. And what we're doing here at The Nation, and you know, I should put this in right at the beginning. I am clear we have created something here, you and I, okay? I'm absolutely clear about it now. And I get I get the texts, I get the voicemails, I get emails, I get communications of all kinds on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, yeah, even Facebook, Twitter. I am clear we have created a fucking phenomenon here, okay? And I'm also clear that the work we are doing here, you and I, right, you're a listener and some of you are contributing. And even by being a listener, you're contributing, right? Because it's just proving to me and to the people around me that there's an audience for what we're talking about. But but that what we're doing here is actually making a difference in the quality of people's lives, period. Okay? It's making a difference in the quality of people's lives, period. No woo-woo, no fucking weird strategies or, 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 or systems that you have to fucking come up with and think about and try to understand and new language for this and new understandings of that and the latest fucking this, that, and the next thing. None of that. Straightforward, right to the heart of it. Now, what does all of that mean? Well, it means that why I'm, the reason why I'm here is actually being fulfilled upon. So I'm here to make a difference for you. And I want you to know, for those of you that have contributed to your questions or, or situations in your life that you want, you want me to kind of break down with you, those contributions are making a difference for other people too. And that's ultimately what this is all about. Unfuck Nation makes a difference. And I mean a real difference for people and the way that they go about their lives. It's really like real insights, the kind of stuff that gives people access to breakthroughs in their life, like to to creating new results in their lives. Now, having said all that, this week's subject matter is actually just something that fucking came to me today. It's I've touched on this in public speaking events that I've done. In fact, I did one a few weeks ago in Philadelphia for a big banking company. And they invited me to come and talk to a bunch of other people, which I really enjoy doing. Um, I might add, it's always great to go talk to people and share what, what the books do and what the philosophy says and so on. But anyway, one of the things that I said to people at, at that time, and I asked them a simple question, I said, why do people go on vacation? What's the point? 
of a vacation. And, and you know, I, w- I would invite you to think about that right now. Like, why do you either go on vacation or want to go on vacation? Like, what's the point of it? Now, I would even add this to it. Some people go on vacation, go to a place, love that place, and even think, I, I would love to live here. Like, this is a place that I would move to. But, but why? You see, my assertion is, is that people are constantly looking for ways to escape. And I'm going to call it the great escape. Now, I think many of you are right now, you're fucking nodding your head. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right, Gary. People are escaping. How are they escaping? They're escaping by the way they consume alcohol or do drugs or porn. Or, or fucking golf. Not that I'm comparing golf and porn, but you get my point. Or, or, or exercise. Or any one of a number of things that people do in their lives. They go on vacation. They take up hobbies. They this, that, and the next thing. I'm going to call all of that the great escape. And again, you know, some of you are like, well, yeah, of course, we're all escaping our lives. No. No, you're not escaping your life. That's not what a vacation does. See, what a vacation does is it allows you to escape the typical, everyday, repetitive noise in your head. Going on vacation isn't a change of scenery. It's a change of what you talk to yourself about. So I'm going to let you stew in that for a second or two. I want you to really think about what I'm saying. Most of the things that you do to brighten up your life, whether you go out fucking clubbing or you might not be at that age anymore, maybe you, you know, go hang with your friends and fucking drink wine. Maybe you read books, listen to podcasts, go for a drive, go out on your motorcycle, your bicycle, your skateboard. All of your pastimes that you do, that you engage with in your life, are to change the noise in your head. And one of the reasons why you pursue those things is because they actually do it. You, you think about different things, whether you're any fucking cosplay, gaming. You get to escape the noise in your head. Most people think, like I said, they're escaping the life. You're not. You're escaping what you're saying to yourself about that life. You know, look, I've said this a fucking gajillion times, which I know is not a number, but I'm going to say it. I've said it a gajillion times. There are millions of people on the planet who would want your life, who would want yours. Some of you are already driving somebody's dream car, living in somebody's dream home, dream location, and the relationship that they want. But the family that they want are not the family that they want, but the parents that they want, and on and on and on and on. Because by and large, we are circumstantial beings. You know, I've said this in numerous books. I've said it fleetingly on other podcasts. 
We're addicted to solving the circumstantial problems of our lives and completely oblivious to what actually has us feel this way or that way, which is all your internal noise. What is my internal noise? It's made up of a bunch of things. If you shut your eyes for a moment, sit in the fucking chair somewhere, lie in your bed, and just get present to the noise. The noise. The were. The... And if you close your eyes, it might include certain images, colors, but they're all stereotypical for you. I. I've got, there's a couple of videos, uh, uh, one's on TikTok, the other one, fuck, this might be on TikTok too, but but I, I take two different cuts at a statement that I've made in the past. And the statement is, you'll, you'll never get over your past until you confront how you use it to justify yourself, which pisses people off, right? I mean, People get furious. Oh, you don't know what happened to me. And no, I don't, for fuck's sake. The thing rings true. I think people often get jarred by that statement because they don't peel away at what I'm saying. And, and you have to. If you're going to engage with what I'm doing here, you have to dig into it. You don't just take everything the way it immediately occurs to you. You have to stop and pause. Okay, what's... What does that mean for me? How does that equate to me? But there's an important part of the statement when I say you'll never get over your past. And your past, by the way, is a large part of what's driving you internally and gives you the noise you've got. And that's ultimately what you're trying to escape. But the important aspect there is you'll never get over your past until you confront how you've used it to justify yourself. I want you to really think for a second here. There's a word, one word there that's critical. I'm going to unpack all of this for you. So I want you to fucking buckle up because this is, I think, important. The, the word is the last word, yourself, because people think it's one word and it's in fact two. Yourself. You'll never get over your past until you confront how you've used it to justify yourself. You'll never get over your past until you confront how you've used it, which includes how you continue to use it, to justify what? To justify this person you've become. What does that mean? It means it explains this you that you've become, that it actually gives reason for this you that you've become to continue. Actually allows that to be a thing. What thing? The fucking you that you are. The persona, the personality, the character. Your past justifies that character. Your past perpetuates that character. The way you talk about your past, engage with your past, la 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 la. Even if you say, I'm over my past and I'm living this life, that's actually a perpetuation of that and actually justifies this person that you are. It justifies it. It explains it. It gives reason for it. So any change that people want to come up with in life is basically just some kind of adjustment, hopefully for the better, of you. Like, you adjust. But it's still the same fucking you. 
that you continue to justify with every thought, every every fucking conversation, every action, because you're driven by what's going on with you internally, even though you look around you externally and you look at your circumstances and you think that's the fucking problem and it's not. It's what's driving you. And, and I used this example in an, an interview that I gave. And as with everything that you ever might say publicly, there's people who get it, there's people who wrestle with it, and there's people who are just on the wrong end of the fucking world listening to it. But one of the things that I said was, I think it was an interview that I did with Lewis Howes. I think it was that one. But then again, maybe not. But anyway, so I said, years ago when I had a coaching business, I was building my business and I was looking at how I was going to, you know, project my year's earnings, which for, for anybody who's self-employed, you'll know that you've done that work and it's often confronting. But anyway, I'm, I'm knee deep in a fucking Excel spreadsheet and I realized that the target for the year was $100,000, which, you know, was a healthy number for me at the time. But I meant my family was okay and la, 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 la. Okay, so I was sitting there quite happy with myself, strategizing how I'm going to do it and ba, 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 ba. And then it just fucking hit me like a train. Like, where the fuck did I get that number? And it was a moment of realization. It was like a big aha because what I realized was that was the number that I thought I could make subconsciously, I, like, that was the number. There or thereabouts. Like, wow. Like, I, it, was, it, was, it was not conscious. I wasn't consciously aiming for that number. It was through the past that I'd had and the life that I'd had to that point that was driving me internally. That past was justifying this person that I'd become and this person that I, was, that I had become was strategizing for $100,000 which to that person that I'd become was a good number because that person that I'd become was organized around that kind of outcome, producing that kind of life. And you're the same. You justify this person by doing the kind of shit that I just did. You've got the kind of career that justifies the person you've become. You do things in relationship to others that justifies you continuing to be this self. The car you fucking drive, the clothes you wear, it all continues to give reason for this thing to persist. What thing? The thing that you've become. So a reinvention then requires you to give up the idea of this escape. There's no escape. There's to confront the you that you've become. Going on vacation just perpetuates it. Because that's the vacation that you've become would want. That self would want that vacation. That self is stressed. That self is overwhelmed. That self can't do it. That self it's too much for. That self that you've become that you're not. You see, you've become so attached to so used to being this fucking little combustion chamber of bullshit that you can't see any line between that persona and you. See, but all those thoughts, all of those automatic behaviors, all of that stuff, it's not you. Those internalized, experiences, familiar emotions, moods, outlook. It's not you. You got to listen to this fucking next part. You got to listen. 
listen to what I'm about to say. Zero in. Everything you're experiencing right now about yourself, about life, about your situation, it's not you. It's just the stuff that's showing up where you are. Those thoughts just show up where you are. They're not you. They just show up. They arise where you are. All those experiences, all those seemingly familiar thoughts, they show up where you are, but they're not you. But as they have shown up so fucking often in your life, you relate to all of that stuff like that's me. No, that's just the shit that shows up where you are. And some of you are going to have to dwell in what I'm saying here because everything that I've just painted for you so far, you know, I'm not toot my own horn, but that's fucking profound. That is profound. That is fucking radical. You got to let in. You're just a space where stuff shows up. And you got to keep relating to yourself as just a space where, oh, there's that fucking mood. Wow. I know that one. Oh, there's that experience. Oh, there's that fucking thought. Had that thought a thousand times. I know that one. It's been here before. Where? It's been here in the space that I am. It shows up here. That thought, that feeling, that emotion, that outlook, that mood, that approach, that idea. It all just shows up. And it shows up where? It shows up in this space. What space? The space that you are. You're not your name. You're not your quote-unquote age. Yeah, I just did the air quotes there. It was awesome. You know, any of those things. You're just a space. And life shows up in that space. And the more practice you have in acknowledging that and seeing where you would typically turn when that familiar shows up, when it shows up the way it does, you have like a little moment in time to choose another path and a, mom and, and a moment of, of awareness, of being awake to what's actually going on with you. I want you to get, you really are a blank slate in many ways. People say, I'm trying to get rid of this feeling. What feeling? The one that keeps showing up. Okay, just keep acknowledging that it's showing up. That's all. It's not you. Take a fucking breath, man. It'll pass. You're a space. You are an opening, as I've said in books, right? And I know some of you that have read all the books, and you're like, oh, man, yeah, yeah, now this is starting to make sense. This connects with the other things that he said in this book. And some of you are like, this is the fucking first time I've ever heard this. Well, you got a few books to read yet. Because, you know, we've been banging the drum about this at the nation for a while now. This is a way of living. It's a way of approaching life, of taking life on. It is a fucking philosophy. One of the things I really love about this sort of angle on philosophy is it applies to all different kinds of people who are already influenced by all kinds of different things. And if you think about it and sit with it, it actually fits with all of it. It fits. It works. So yeah, life can be about the great escape, or it can be about the great awakening, the rising of awareness. The rising of personal power, of freedom, of self-expression, expression of self, your true self, 
which is always up for creation because who you are is a space and you are who you fucking say you are in that space. So no, the game isn't making $100,000. The game is confronting the fucker that came up with that number and the logic that arose with that persona, that personality. And they realize you're not limited to being that. There's lots of different yous that you could express and experiment with in this life before you pop your fucking clogs. You're a wisp of undifferentiated nothingness. And that's the fucking good news. Because in that environment, it's all potential. You are all possibility. And all there is to do is from time to time, be responsible for whatever shows up in that space that might get in the way of you fulfilling on that potential. All right, we're going to take a short break. In a moment, we're going to come back with our question from the nation. I've seen a few of you, by the way, have been messaging me with pictures of your planner that you've bought. I trust you're digging right into that thing and prepping for the new year. Don't forget, you can get your calendars on Amazon. The books are all on Amazon, but they're everywhere else too. Um, it's amazing the number of people who I know who have bought the book in like several different formats. Like they've got it in their Kindle, they've got their hardcover, and they've got their fucking audio book. Even I might think that but might be a bit of overkill, but you know, hey, whatever floats your boat. And of course, you can still uh, hook into all the merch that's at theunfuckstore.com. Go check that out. We're going to take our break right now. We'll be back with our question from the nation. Hang right in there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the second part of this week's show. Uh, this week, I'm going to get right to the question. This week's question comes in from Luke. And Luke says, uh, hi, Gary. First off, thanks for your work. It's made a great deal of difference in my life and helping me understand what the hell I've been doing wrong. I've been working on Do the Work. So for those of you that don't know, Do the Work is the workbook that goes with Unfuck Yourself, okay? And the main relationship I needed to work on was my relationship with my older estranged brother. I've done the work, and we now regularly speak on the phone for sometimes up to five hours. It's amazing. All right, look, good for you. But now I need to get to the relationship with the mother of my children. We had an amicable enough separation for many years, about seven or so, and there remained genuine esteem and good regard. In late 2020, though, she decided to move interstate, taking my daughters with whom I'm very close with her. I sought legal advice and fought the relocation. We went to court and the battle went through to December 2021. It got very ugly, even though I played what I considered fairly. I advocated for my children's relationship with me while their mother made me out to be a monster. 
It seemed a bit dirty, and it hurt that what she put forward didn't agree with what I believe to be her genuine perspective, but I can accept all's fair in love and war. Now the dust has settled, and I want to repair that working relationship for the sake of peace for my daughters and for a good, empowered life. However, their mother holds on to the conflict and makes it hard. How do I do the work repairing a relationship of the other person, even though they won't allow communication? Or how do I minimize the shitty effects of it not being repaired? Any help would be greatly appreciated. All right. Okay. So a couple of things here, Luke, that I want to I want to kind of point to. So when people separate what arises are all their incompletions. Okay. So even though you had seven years of what you're saying was fairly amicable and friendly enough after you separated. That does not mean to say that everything that was not going the way that either of you wanted when you were together was settled, okay? So what you'll find, and I'm going to assert something here, that when she determined she was going to move, that would have been fine. But when you said, well, now I've got an issue with that, everything that she was incomplete about got brought to the table there, okay? Now, that might include, you know, look, she could have, not told the truth. She might have been withholding certain things. She might have been accusing you of things that weren't real, not true. Yeah, that's oh, that's fine for whatever that is. What I'm more interested in is what was fueling that, right? And I'm going to say what was fueling all of that was whatever her incompletions were from that time in the relationship. And likely, whatever she had in mind for herself if she moved. So now you were going to just be a barrier to her happiness. So seems like you've kind of got past that now with some legal intervention. The first question I have for you is, you say, how do I do the work of repairing the relationship? Well, what does that look like for you? Like, what is it you're after there? And, and you have to be specific, like, well, that we at least communicate, that we talk, that we don't communicate, that, you know, we, we maybe even get together occasionally now and again to discuss the kid's future and what they're doing and, you know, co-parent. You got to get really specific about what you're really after. And then you got to look right now like, well, what's in the way? And not in the way for you, but in the way for her, that she might be able to have that relationship with you. Now, there are obviously no guarantees that that'll happen, but I'll, I'll tell you the quickest way to make it happen. When she had planned to move away, like I said briefly there, she had a life in mind for herself. And I'm not, I'm not saying what you did was the wrong thing, not in fact, maybe even the opposite. But you got to get how you doing what you're doing, no matter how right or how justified it was, had an impact on her. And I know some people might be saying, well, the same's true of her. I get that. But right now, she's not interested in having any kind of relationship with you, and you're interested, you're interested in healing some of that stuff. So I want to tell you how to fucking heal it. You have to get what her world was. So how am I going to do that? Well, you're going to have to communicate one way or another, email, letter, telephone call, text, and just acknowledge when I look back on that time, I didn't really think about what it was going to be like for you. I know what it was like for me and I was acting upon that, but I never thought what it would be like for you. And with that in mind, I'm sorry it turned out that way for you. I, I genuinely am. And I've never meant to cause you any hurt, pain, or whatever. 
And I realized that by my contesting that and the way that that worked out, that you might have ended up with some of that. And for that, I apologize. I want you to live a good life. When you've said all of that, you would ask her if there's anything she wants to say about any of that. And there might be a bunch of stuff she's going to say. And she might say, I've got nothing that I want to say to you about that. And if she does come back with that, then it basically means she's not open to having a conversation with you about it. And if she was to say something like that, you would say to her, well, I just want you to know that the door is always open to me, that I'm, I'm happy to hear whatever you've got to say and express to me. If she says, well, listen, I do have some things I want to say and this and blah, 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 then you let her say all of that. Only when she's had the opportunity to communicate everything, like her experience of this thing, and already I can hear some of you out there like taking fucking sides, stop. That's not how this works. You have to get two people are having an experience of life here. And I get, Luke, the way you've laid that out there, there's going to be a bunch of people listening to this right now. Yeah, Luke, you're fucking sound awesome. She sounds like a fucking bitch. Right? I know there's people out there already thinking that. Okay? Stop. There's two people having a life experience with their own view and their own perspective and their own philosophy, their own logic at play. And both of them feel as if that what they did was pretty reasonable, given their life experience, their logic, their everything, okay? What, look, you're the one that wants to kind of forward this connection. So then the responsibility for making that work lies with you, not with her. That doesn't give her leverage. It doesn't make her better than you. It doesn't make her right. But you're, the opportunity here is for you to get her world in that time and to acknowledge that perhaps you didn't necessarily get her world in that time and that you are operating out of your own logic, which is whatever, to defend your turf and, you know, to make sure that as a father, you got yours and that, 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 right? And in the interests of her having a great life, you having a great life and the kids having a great life, you'd be interested in having her be complete. That is anything she wants to say. If she does communicate with you and manages to get all that out, what you'll be left with is kind of like, sometimes it's literal, but more like a metaphysical kind of silence. Like, there's nothing left to say. In that environment, there's usually an opportunity to create something new. Right? Until you get to that kind of nothingness, there's always going to be something in the way your role in this is to give her the opportunity to get that out the way. You're just going to be an opening. You don't have to explain anything. You don't have to justify anything. You don't have to defend yourself. You did what you did. She did what you did, what she did. But you're going to give her the opportunity to just be in communication, which is critical in this sort of stuff. Give her the opportunity to be in communication. When that communication is complete, when there is literally nothing left that she wants to say on the matter, then there's an opening to create something new. Sometimes people I've got n might say to you, I've got nothing I want to say to you, when in fact they do, but they're going to hold on to the righteousness and make you wrong and kind of make you spin in it a little bit. How do you handle life then? Like I said, you leave that door open. You leave the door open to her being complete with you. But you can't make anyone be complete. You can't make anyone have 
peace in the life, right? Some people want to hang on to things, right? Because they, you know, quite frankly, get a little bit of juice out of it. I'm not saying that's what your ex is doing here, but it might be. So that's your two options. You're going to give her the opportunity to be in communication and freely communicate. And if not, then you must then declare that you're complete with her incompletion. That her choosing to be incomplete, you're complete with that. And I want you to really think about that in terms of like, and and a very kind of real sense of 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 acceptance to really get that sometimes people are where they are, and I accept all that you are and all that you're not, and I'm going to make no attempt to change that because that's okay that you're that way. It's not my job to make you feel better. That's yours not my job to make you complete that's yours but i need you to know that my love for you and it really sounds like a real genuine love and concern for that person is such that i'm available for you should you choose to take that route and if not that i accept that that's your choice and that's okay and then from that perspective you're going to have to work out what's going to work between you and her and your children to have life be workable but if you're always coming down on the side of what's workable rather than who's right or who the bad person is or who the good one is or any of that shit, if you keep coming from what's workable, you will work it out. Um, it's not about, I mean, I like a lot of what you're doing here. Look, like, look, you're not, I don't get that you're making her wrong for the way she is. I get there's, I get there's a genuine interest in creating some kind of bridge. And while I've kind of laid out the strategy for, for you being able to do that, it might not happen. And that's okay too. And sometimes, like I said, in life, folks, you have to create being complete with someone's incompletion. Like I'm complete that you're not. Right? And then you can just let it go be itself. You know, I usually find that the twists and turns of someone's view often straightens itself out over time. And it can be a week or two weeks or two years, but sometimes people just need to work things through for themselves. And um, it's not about having her understand you. It's not about that, explaining yourself or justifying yourself. It really is about you understanding her. That's where it all starts to come together. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. Have a fucking brilliant week. As usual, if you want to participate with a question for the nation, call me, 646-450-3203. You can also text me on that number or drop me an email, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. That's it for the week. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, whatever else you find your social media. I'll see you on the flip side.
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.